Hello everyone, welcome back to my channel. You're listening to Elton Talks. I'm your host Elton and in this episode we are going to be discussing about the fifth episode of Loki, Journey into Mystery. Episode 5 of Loki is like the third act of Endgame, filled with easter eggs and fan service. The story doesn't develop much but it's a fun watch leading us into the mysterious person behind the TVA in the upcoming finale. Easter eggs Fans have found many easter eggs and they may certainly find some more as they dissect the episode. In the amazing first shot, we get the destroyed Stark Avengers Tower with the name Gwen written on it. Turns out that Tony Stark in the comics once sold the tower to a businessman whose alter ego was Kang the Conqueror, a time-travelling villain many speculate will be in the castle at the end of time. The most surprising and only easter egg I noticed was Throg, the frog version of Thor. We see him trapped in a jar trying to reach a much larger Mjolnir than I think he can lift, but who knows he's a mighty throg after all. A fun little helicopter with the name Thanos written on it. Had I noticed it, I would have had a surge of excitement. Known as the Thanos Copter from the comics, the helicopter is featured in one of the less interesting Thanos storylines. We also get to see a destroyed statue of the all-powerful living tribunal who in the early drafts of Infinity War had an interaction with Doctor Strange on the planet Titan. The dark Aester Ronin ship featured in the Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and Captain Marvel, the ship that Red Skull used to escape in Captain America the First Avenger, an enlarged yellow jacket helmet and a shield Ellie Carrier featured in Captain America the Winter Soldier and Avengers Age of Ultron make an appearance. All the aforementioned references were subtle, but the biggest one was Alayeth, who acted as the guard dog to the big villain. Alayeth was the first to break free from the timeline and has had major connections to Kang the Conqueror, a particular story as Kang creating a barrier to keep Alayeth away from his domain. Seems similar to what we saw in the episode, only changed for the MCU. The Variants The episode picks up from the post credit scene of episode 4. Loki meets classic Loki played by Richard E. Grant, Kid Loki played by Jack Veal, Boastful Loki played by Diobia Opere, sorry for mispronouncing it, and Alligator Loki. All these Lokis were in a changing phase, same as our variant of Loki, and their conversations highlighted their common traits such as being sensitive, standing around making plans that go nowhere, sharing a special bond with Thor, and feeling lonely. Each Loki had accomplished something our Loki wanted to accomplish. Boastful Loki had acquired the Infinity Stones, classic Loki conjured an illusion so real that fooled the mad titan Thanos. This is great setup for what happens at the end of the episode and perhaps the most shocking for me was that Kid Loki had killed Thor. Well, if you are wondering, Alligator Loki ate the wrong cat. Classic Loki seemed the most Loki-like to me. And Alligator Loki was funny but also made me believe that he is a Loki when he attacked President Loki. They really sold it. Classic Loki's continuous mention of Glory's purpose and his conversation with Mobius where he was told it is never too late to change made for an amazing scene where we see the full scale of Loki's powers. It was great that they showed us this, but the fact that Classic Loki conjured Asgard at a moment he very well knew might be his last is very touching. Mobius, Renslayer and the TVA Sylvie, while getting information out of Renslayer, lets us know that Renslayer's in the dark as much as we are. Renslayer later talks to Hunter B-15, who understands that she too wants to find who is behind this, and says that she won't find the person before Sylvie as she wants it, but Sylvie needs it, which was an amazing dialogue delivered by Wunbi Masaku. Mobius quoting Loki from episode 1 saying that he will burn the TVA down was glorious, and they finally hugged. It was heartfelt. As we speculate who is behind the TVA, many 
including me, believe it will be Kang. But given Marvel's track record with WandaVision and The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they were all about the titular character. So, could the big bad turn out to be a superior version of Loki? There are enough scenes from the trailers that have not appeared to support the rumor that King Loki could be the main villain. Loki and Sylvie Loki and Sylvie's relationship has been questionable, but the latest episode felt like they were surely in love, but the dialogue said the opposite. Loki also says that he has changed when Sylvie asks if he will betray her. They also decide to figure what to do after finding the person behind the TVA together. Could they be just friends as they say, or something more remains to be seen. I am leaning towards the latter, though it is cringy because of the awkward tension between them during their conversation. In conclusion, this episode was really great and it surely isn't the best Loki episode but it justifies the series. And I'm going in with low expectations for the finale keeping in mind how the previous shows ended. They wrapped up the story perfectly but they were not big enough to satisfy us. Let's see what happens when the 6th episode, the final episode of Loki, it's Disney Plus this coming Wednesday. I'll see you next week with a review for the 6th and final episode of Loki. Until then, take care of yourself. Love you 3000.